Welcome to the Basketball Update. I'm Adam Nazarali. This is the update for December 28th, 2020. All right, guys, our first bit of news today has to do with the Milwaukee Bucks. So the NBA has determined the Milwaukee Bucks violated league rules with the timing of the Bogdan Bogdanovich transaction and will subsequently lose their 2022 second round draft pick. I'm a bit surprised actually the NBA actually went through with this just because Bogdanovich ended up signing with the Hawks, but I guess league rules are league rules and they violated them. I don't think they'll uh, lose too much sleep losing that 2022 second round pick considering they've locked up Giannis now for five years and most second round draft picks, I mean, a lot of them don't even play in the league, honestly, so not much news regarding that, but we do have some roster signings and updates here. So our first signing here is Kyle Kuzma, who he has agreed to a three-year, $40 million contract extension with a player option in the 2023-2024 season. I think this is a good deal for both sides, honestly, maybe even a little bit of an underpay, um, considering they just came off a championship. Typically, championship teams... I mean, I guess the trend would be that they overpay for their players, I want to say. And I feel like this is actually a fair deal for Kyle Kuzma. If not, like I said earlier, a slight underpay considering his ability and his tool set. You know, he's kind of just one of these guys who looks really good on paper. I mean, you look at his stats and you think, wow, like this is a solid player. But when you watch him play, it's kind of like he doesn't really do anything special. He'll have a couple games where he scores a lot of points, but I don't think he's really strong on the defensive end, you know, around the perimeter, around the basket. So $13 million a season for him. I think that's fair. Up next, we have the Toronto Raptors re-signed OG Ananobi to a four-year $72 million extension with a player option in the 2024-2025 season. You know, as a Raptors fan, this puzzles me a little bit because it's almost like every year as Raptors fans, we talk about what OG Ananobi can be and what potentially has. And it's always like he falls a little short every season. $18 million a year for him going into a four-year extension, $18 million a year. It's like, I don't see him underplaying that, but I don't see him overplaying that really. I mean, he's a player who, who really can't create much of his own offense. He's a catch and three shooter. You know, he'll have like five or six games a season where he'll score like 30 points and everyone's excited. And then, you know, he doesn't do much the rest of the season. The one thing I will say about him is he's a defensive stalwart. Like he's a fantastic defender and that alone probably warrants him, you know, $60 million. So we'll see if he can play up that 12 million and build some offensive tool sets for himself. All right, now we have Markel Fultz has agreed to a three-year $50 million extension with Orlando. This is another one. I don't really have much input on this. I know Orlando fans thought Markel did really well last year, and I certainly think he's kind of built himself up to be at least a starting point guard. You can't really go wrong with a contract like that in the league, especially how the league plays out. I mean, the average starter makes something like $15 million a year. That's right in this ballpark. He was a first-round pick in, I think, 2017. Or not a first-round pick. He was the number one pick, actually. So, yeah, I don't really have much to say to this. I mean, good for him. Hopefully, he he plays well in his contract. I'm happy he's turned his career around because he was really unfortunate how... It was really unfortunate how he played in um, Philadelphia, and we don't really have the full answers to what happened, but for him to develop in Orlando, it's really nice to see. 
Luke Kennard has agreed to a four-year, $64 million extension with the Clippers. And the, going back to my comments about the Lakers signing players to big contracts off of big years, it seems this contract seemed a little bit desperate from the Clippers. You know, I paid attention to Luke Kennard last year because he was on my fantasy team. And he only played about 25, 30 games that whole season. Now, he was really good. He's a great three-point shooter. But four years, $64 million, I mean, for someone who's really still kind of a question mark in this league, I don't know. I guess we'll have to see. I mean, I don't see him ever playing up to that contract, especially considering him being on this Clippers team and they have so many offensive tools, offensive players. So I don't think... I think he was kind of more so like a a good player on a bad team last year and I don't think he'll be a good player on a good team this year maybe I'm wrong hopefully I'm wrong you know it's always good to see players get paid and play up to their expectations but it's hard to see that happen all right then lastly we have Jonathan Isaac has agreed to a four-year 80 million dollar extension with the Orlando Magic so this is our last player hopefully for a while we can talk about extensions I feel like I've just been talking about numbers and extensions the past three months. But Jonathan Isaac, oh, this is another huge question. I mean, this is the biggest question mark out of all of these players so far, by far. Jonathan Isaac has missed a lot of games. You know, unfortunately, he got hurt in the bubble last year, so he missed a lot of games. And he's expected to miss, I believe, most of this season, if not all of this season. But what a fantastic player offensively, defensively, kind of a bit of a unicorn in this league with his skill set. I mean, I feel like he's sort of a stretch four, but he can play the five at times. So I hope this ends up being a good deal for both sides. I would like Orlando to get, you know, I feel like they've been struck with bad luck and bad bad management these past few years so if Jonathan Isaac comes out and becomes like this all-star superstar level player I think that'll be really nice for the magic and they're really doing him a favor too considering how much time he's missed in the league all right and going into our next part obviously this is a new season and with the coronavirus pandemic it's a very unique situation so I'm just going to recap how this odd season is going to play out just for the people who may not be aware so different from a regular NBA season this season is going to be 72 games as opposed to 82 games so it's a 10 game reduction obviously the season has started in December when it usually starts in October so we're starting two months later so the season starts December 22nd 2020 and will go to May 16th 2021 that is the length of the regular season now new this year which we saw last year in the bubble is the play-in tournament and how the play-in tournament works is the seventh place team will play the eighth place team the winner of this game will earn the seventh seed in each of their respective conferences then we have the ninth place team playing the 10th place team with a loser being completely eliminated the 7th 8th loser will then play the 9 10th winner with the winner of that game earning the 8th seed and the loser being eliminated so i don't know if it's been written into the collective bargaining agreement but it would be really nice to see this play in tournament something we see always in the league i don't know if it's going to be a consistent thing or if this is just like a pandemic thing i know it was being talked about as being a consistent thing but I think it's great for the league. It's kind of like a mini March Madness, kind of similar to the NCAA college basketball tournament. So yeah, I think it'll be a lot of fun and it's a great addition to this league. And then finally, the playoffs, the actual playoffs, will begin May 22nd and finish at the latest July 22nd, 2021. So that's just kind of a recap of 
how this season will be expected to play considering this odd year we have. And then finally, just in terms of teams, obviously the Toronto Raptors are a Canadian team playing regularly in the Scotiabank Arena in Toronto. But due to the COVID-19 cross-border travel restrictions imposed by the government of Canada, the Raptors are going to be playing at Amelie Arena in Tampa Bay, Florida to begin the season. We don't know if this is for the entire season or if they're going to move to another place in the U.S. halfway through the season. I'm expecting them to just play there the entire season, honestly, just with how everything's played out. All right, and then lastly, guys, what we have to talk about, we've actually had some basketball games being played. Now, I mean, I don't, we don't have time really considering the nature of this podcast to talk about every team, but every team so far has played two games and one team, for me at least, has stood out the most and that is the Brooklyn Nets and the Brooklyn Nets right now are 2-0 and with wins over the Golden State Warriors and the Boston Celtics winning by 125-99 to and 123-95 to respectively. And for those unaware, in the 2019 offseason, Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant both joined the Brooklyn Nets. Kevin Durant tore his Achilles in the finals against the Raptors, so he was expected to miss all of last season. And then Kyrie Irving played about 30, 25, 30 games last season with some injuries here and there. And the Brooklyn Nets actually ended up the seventh seed and lost to the Raptors in the playoffs in five games. So they've really had a year of chemistry and a year to develop this team. And they're looking really good, really confident in the Golden State Warriors game. I remember actually the first, it was one of the first games of the season. Kyrie Irving had like something like 17 points in the first quarter. Kevin Durant had like 12 or something. I mean, and with them missing all of last season and them still being a playoff team, this is a very strong, very confident group of players. And then, I mean, Boston, who were in the Eastern Conference Championships last year and ended up second, they got completely dismantled by this Brooklyn Nets team. So it's a long season. We'll see how everything plays out. But, I mean, even beyond Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant, this is a really deep team and it looks like they have really good chemistry there's probably 10 guys on this team who could be starters on other teams in the league so that's all I really want to say about the games we've had so far next week we'll have every team will have about five or six games under their belt and we can kind of see you know see how the trend is going for teams obviously it's a very long season I've said that before in the past I've said that today so it's going to take a while 20-30 games to see how the playoff picture will shape up but we'll have a better idea of who will be competing and who will kind of fall by the wayside so that's all the news for this week you can find me on twitter at adam nazarelli you can find the show notes at tbu.ffmi.ca look forward to our next episode on monday january 4th thanks for listening